Hello and welcome to a very, very special and brand new edition of The Mind. Our guest today is a very, very special individual indeed, Mr. Shane Bazin. Shane is known all around the world, 1.6 million subscribers on his channel on YouTube, giving fight tips and showing people about the ways of martial arts. From around the world, he's given his expert knowledge, very, very nice guy indeed, we're very privileged to have him, talking about his career, how he got started, how he does the things that he does, and also this World Super Seminar Series I was looking to be a part of. So. Enjoy it and don't forget to follow us on social media, on Twitter and on our new Instagram page, The Mind Diet. You take care, we'll speak soon. The Mind Diet podcast is back with a brand new episode and we're going even bigger this week with our guest, Rinny Shawman. Who is it on this week's edition of the Mind Diet podcast? Shane Bazin from Fight Tips. And uh, Shane has been very, very popular indeed. And also I met him just near Venice Beach at a seminar at the uh, Thai Boxing Institute. And then we was invited to New York, me and Liam Harrison, as you know on the previous show, to uh, take part in the uh, seminar work Super Series. And uh, yeah, it was a fabulous guy, really down to earth, absolute pleasure to know and the insights and the ins and outs of Shane Faison. Yes, yeah, Shane, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure a lot of you will know, though, because he's got 1.6 million subscribers on YouTube with his channel Fight Tips, which we highly suggest you check out after you listen to the show. But Shane Faison started martial arts from a very, very young age doing Taekwondo, and he has traveled the world learning so many different martial arts, whether that's boxing, jiu-jitsu, MMA, and Muay Thai, amalgamating his knowledge to create fight tips which he calls a non-violent fight resolution a a resource where people can learn different forms of fitness and martial arts with a non-violent output now he is a really really cool guy Vinny you've had some great experiences with him over in the United States of America why should people be excited about this week's podcast is is the modern day example really of, of how you can utilize the internet to share your passion to share your knowledge and to, uh, to end up earning a living doing what you love doing, you know, and he's and he's tangible evidence that he can, that he's there, that, he, that he's showing that he's done it, and it just goes to show that if you've got enough will, enough determination, and enough focus, that you can do that. And that's what the mind that was all about from the beginning. Us three doing it, uh, Rob, you, yourself, and me was you know just following a following a passion and using the the, the you know your, your that lump of uh, organ at the top of your in, in your skull and, and using it to best ability and he's obviously with the popularity that he's gained he's used it very well and uh, nothing but respect for him and an extremely nice individual too so we're not going to make you wait any longer join us after this very quick break Shane Faison fight tips himself joining us on the mind diet podcast it's going to be a great one we'll see you shortly The following podcast is brought to you exclusively by Feel Supreme, the complete health and wellness package who specialize in natural products with a holistic approach. Feel Supreme boasts a wide range of industry-recognized products, including CBD oil, hemp protein, natural supplements, and more. Just visit feelsupreme.net and use the code MINDDIET at the checkout to receive 10% off your order. 
a few weeks ago, Vinny Shawman, he rang me up. It must have been in the middle of the day. I think I was at work. I missed his call. And he said, as soon as you have got time, you need to call me. And I said, okay, Vinny, I'll call you. I'll call you straight away after work. It was like listening to a child when the ice cream truck has arrived because he said, we've got Shane Vazan on the podcast. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to bring him onto the show. So Shane, welcome. And of course, Vinny Shawman, let your inner fangirl out. You know what? Listen, at the end of the day, when you meet such a nice person and uh, we have a good time together and then fate throws you together in certain aspects, I'm sure we can talk about that in New York, etc., um, it's nothing but it's nothing but um, a treat. So uh, Shane, welcome to the show, mate. Ah, oh, well, thank you guys so much. I got to say, I, I kind of had the same reaction when you invited me onto the podcast. I, I said to my wife, I was like, "Guess who just invited me onto the podcast? Vinny Shoreman." So I felt like the kid in the candy store. <laughs> thank you, gentlemen, so much for having me on. No problem, brother. You know, you are fight tips on YouTube. That's what everybody. Uh, knows you as mainly from your website and from your YouTube series, a very, very successful YouTube channel as well. And we've read your bio a lot. A lot of the fans will have read your bio as well, which is on your homepage. And it's a fantastic story which you write about how you kind of started in combat sports and martial arts, doing taekwondo from a young age, which really related to your cultural settings in Philadelphia. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and the street fighting element? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, it's nothing to brag about. It's nothing that I'm particularly proud of. But it's, I mean, it, it's just the truth. It's it's just the way it is in that particular part of the neighborhood. Um, my father's a Philly cop. He uh, he said you have to do you have to do something. You can't just hang out on the streets. You either have to pick up an instrument, play a sport, do something. So I uh, yeah, I started playing sports, and I I was terrible at everything. So he said uh, he's a, he's a black belt in Taekwondo himself, and he said let me take you to the the dojo that I used to train at and see how you like it. I was nine years old at the time, and I loved it. It was much different than anything else. Like I had a better hang of it than I did with, with hockey or with any other sport. So um, I trained Taekwondo for a couple of years and um, you know, was still, was still kind of using it for the wrong reasons. I was, I was fighting in the streets, um, very close with my friends. So there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of like turf wars. There was a lot of uh, hooligan style fights, um, not a lot of one-on-one stuff. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, there was, when we were getting older, there was more weapons and knives and that kind of thing. And friends were getting stabbed and getting seriously hurt. And that's when I kind of realized oh, that this isn't, yeah, this, this, it's not like, it's not a game. It's, you know, in, in sport competition, there's a ref, there's an ambulance on site and something were to go wrong. There's medical attention that, that you can seek right then and there. And in the streets, it's, it's not the same. So, um, I really just started focusing more of my energy on, martial arts competition and coaching others. I always looked up to my coaches, uh, my trainers, and I knew from even at a young age that instead of being a competitive fighter, I wanted to train others and see them make it to the top. Um, yeah, and that's I just kind of stuck with it and, and continued training and traveling and learning as much as possible and sharing the wealth of knowledge on, on my YouTube channel. So was there a pivotal moment when you decided to use martial arts um as a positive outlet opposed as opposed to you know getting into fights in the street was there a moment was there an incident maybe with your friends or so forth that made you think this isn't for me anymore i'm going to focus on the more positive elements of 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 your training 
I mean, even from the very first video that we did, we, we had a disclaimer in the beginning where we said, you know, fighting should only be done in self-defense or in sports competition. All of the tips that you see here, you know, if, if you're in a, an argument with a friend at school, these, these aren't the kind of things that you use against them. If you can avoid the fight, if you can talk your way out of it, do that. Um, and I guess that was the way I was raised, you know, was, was to be a, a good person and, you know, morals and ethics and all of that. But, um, yeah, there, there was a, a particular case, um, where my friend got stabbed with a broken beer bottle and was rushed to the hospital and there was blood everywhere. And, uh, it was kind of at that moment that some of my friends saw that as a chance to get revenge and other ones were kind of like, is this really the path we want to go down? It's, it's probably a downward spiral and it's only going to get worse. I was, uh, one of those people that realized I kind of got to get out of this. Um, I got a job. I was working as a personal trainer. I was also bartending. Um, and I was seeing my friends less and less often and I was training more and more and I started to realize that I, I really do I really do credit martial arts to my success in, in my career and in life and, and how close I am to with my friends and family I really think that martial arts does teach discipline it does teach respect uh, self-control and, and integrity and all of those things so the more I did it the more I realized that and, and the less I saw that as corny you know when you're a young kid and you have to recite the student creed you almost see that as like you know, you, you just say the words, but you don't have any intent behind them. But the more I did it, the more I focused on it. And now to this day, is it's that's my main focus is discipline, self-control, respect for your fellow man. And, and if you have to, if you have to use the martial arts, the physical side of it, then you're ready and prepared to make sure that you and your loved ones are safe. There's nothing more. Uh, there's nothing more gives you a reality check than getting stabbed. I got stabbed <laughs> a few years ago and uh, well, quite a few years ago now, like 20 years ago. And um, it was all because, uh, well, number one, uh, I was drunk. Uh, and number two, uh, I thought I was um, Tony Stark. And then <laughs> trouble was, I didn't have an Iron Man suit. And then, uh, yeah, I got stabbed in the shoulder. And um, it, it does really sort of bring home that, you know, you you, you do sort of realise, well, hang on a minute, I am not really immortal. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, right. it's, it's, you know, martial arts is a great thing. And that's a, I totally agree with you there that the, the ethics, the codes that the that should be adhered to. Um, I think a lot of the times now, because of martial arts is coming more like um, a sport, in, right. in you know instead of the using it like mixed martial arts, as it says in in the wording is is arts, isn't it? So, I mean, I like the way you come across. Anyway, I've met you personally, and uh, we got on very well um, alongside Liam and the other super seminars that we the world series that you can talk about later but i mean yeah you, you come across as a very humble and um you know and grounded person i think you know even the martial arts does that but also you know there's nothing more humbling than getting punched in the face <laughs> this true is story. true <laughs> yes it's a true story what's the uh plan for you then in 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 your life are you going to continue you're obviously going to continue your YouTube channel and, and everything like that. But what else is, is going on in the world of Shane for Sam? Yeah, I mean, um, business side, um, we're doing really well. Uh, numbers are growing, getting more and more uh, more followers and, and uh, also releasing equipment. We just released uh, gloves, boxing gloves, MMA gloves, um, which sold out in a matter of hours, which was uh, which was really cool. Big surprise to us. Uh, we were kind of underprepared and not ready for that, uh, but it's a good problem to have. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue working on the gear. 
um, continue expanding with, with different series ideas. Fight Tips to me has always been, I've always wanted it to be a community, sort of an, an epicenter of everything that you need to know about martial arts. Um, and I can't do all of that myself. So now we're expanding and bringing other coaches in. Um, we want steady reoccurring coaches in different arts, different styles, wrestling, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, um, more traditional styles like karate and taekwondo and kung fu. Um, because I, I know a lot of people will, you know, Mark, like you said, Vinny, uh, mixed martial arts is growing. And it's getting more and more popular, but it, yeah. it's kind of limited to the to the styles that you see there. You don't see a lot of Wing Chun and Kung Fu, but just because it's not practical in a sports competition sense doesn't mean that it isn't beautiful or, or it doesn't help. It doesn't help people in a different sense. You know, a lot of yeah. older folks uh, find uh, a Tai Chi to be very good for the body, for balance, for meditation. Um, and and I know you. Uh, personally, and, and I just started getting into more meditation and it's an, it's a seamless transition from martial arts into, um, uh, evolving the mind. And, yeah, and of course it's, it's uh, the, the congruence between the two is like, that's what the mind diet is about as well is discovering the mind side of sports and, and, um, nutrition, whoever we have on, we always ask them about the mindset. What's your mindset? Do you have a, do you have a routine? Is is the is your mindset changed with confidence wise? Is it due to the sport? Or is it you, you you know you studying more? What would you say that is due to? Yeah, I mean it, it's funny. I mean if I'm if I'm going to get completely honest with you, I kind of more recently went through a phase where I was lacking confidence, um, which is funny because I, I feel I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm the most successful I've ever been. And maybe that's why maybe I'm being challenged more because more eyes are on me. But yeah, I would, I would say as recent as like a year ago, I was, I was having more trouble with, uh, with confidence issues with myself. Um, not that I didn't believe in myself, but I would always second guess and say, am, am I, uh, a figure that should be speaking on this? Do I have the experience to talk about this? Um, and you know, I, I've gotten that forever. You know, I was a young kid when I first started. You know, I was, in fact, I was 13 years old when I made my first video. So I, I can totally understand if an adult sees the video, they're going to say, why would I listen to this little kid? You know, he hasn't done any, he hasn't earned any belts. He hasn't fought in, in many competitions. Who is he to tell me? And I, I totally understand that. Now I, I understand that, you know, Custy Amato would, created Mike Tyson, the monster that is Mike Tyson, but he never went pro in boxing. Not a lot of people realize that. You know, there's tons of coaches that, that don't have um, top-level experience, because coaching and fighting are entirely different entities. They're entirely different skill sets. Yeah. Um, but now what I what I do for myself is, yeah, I absolutely meditate. We did the Super Seminars event uh, a few months back in New York City, and I, I meditated that morning because I knew I was going to be in front of tons of people. I knew I'd be speaking for hours straight on end, and it was a performance, and I had to make sure I was on top of my game. So um, I do have a, I do have words that I that I say to myself. I know that if I share them. It, it's not going to mean the same for you or for the people listening, but if if you would like for me to share them, I, I absolutely could. Yes, please do. <laughs> uh, well, the first word is human. I always, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll inhale and think of the first half of the word hue, and as I exhale, I say men, human. Um, and it's just a good reminder to myself that everyone on this earth, every person is a human, um, no matter how big they are no matter what they look like, we're all human. We're all the same. We're all capable of the same thing. We all have a heart and a mind and a body. Um, and the same way that I expect people to treat me with respect, I will treat them with respect. And it's just a good reminder that it's, 
you know, we are just that. And we can't, even if someone has more belts or more money or whatever it may be, at the end of the day, we're all still just human. And do you believe that kind of mindset that you, you currently have as it's been a, a natural progression of, of yourself as a martial artist? Because I find a lot of people initially get into martial arts just for the physical element. But as they progress along their journey, the, the, the mental aspect becomes just as important as, as, as the physical side of things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've. I've only started to notice that in recent years. I think my my focus was on the physical, was on the skills, the techniques, um, for such a long time. Um, now that I'm that I'm an adult and I'm in the real world, I I really do have to focus more so on the mental side. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And and it took years for me to realize that, but that is only um, a testament to that martial arts is more than just fighting. It's, it, it's it is. Side. It is. You know, that this is what I try and get across, or I do get across in my seminars, and uh, as you'll attest to, Shane. Um, but I mean, you know, if you haven't got the mindset to be able to perform the technique, the techniques are useless. You know, if exactly. you haven't got the mindset to say, look, you know, and make this part of your whole unconscious, make it a natural reaction, make it a second nature, a habit then, you know, you just, it's not, it isn't going to work. It's in, they've got to go together. If they now, if you think it's just going to be all physical and you haven't got the, you know, the uh, mental attributes to, to pull the technique off or even have the confidence to do the technique, um, you're pretty much wasting your time. I remember you saying that at the seminar, and my first thought too was the, the best example of that is when someone is really good on mitts or they're really good on the heavy bag, but then once they go into sparring or into competition, everything just goes out the window. They yeah. curl up, they close their eyes, they shell up, they turn away. Because, I mean, of course, it is the experience of seeing punches flying back at you, but it's it's the confidence to be able to believe in yourself that these moves are actually going to work against another human. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It all, it all depends on the – it all depends. See, it, you know, sometimes people – you know, the, it, it, one technique like the jab. Look at Muhammad Ali, how we use, utilize the jab. So I, I know, you know, and people miss the fact of like, uh, so Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, how he just uses jab, Sama, how he just uses teep, how he just mm. uses, uses front leg all the time. If you're good at that particular thing and, and you practice it enough, one weapon will negate pretty much anything else. Mm. Yes. Yes, I have been thinking about that too. It's it's always good too. And, and it's funny, it doesn't have to be a secret weapon either. Everyone could know. Yudson Klai's left kick. Everyone knows that left kick yeah. is coming. But yeah. He still breaks forearms and puts people down with it. Yeah, very true. Definitely. Very true. I won't like, like to get kicked by old Yodster. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, in terms of uh, fight tips, look, we know that you have the martial arts experience and it's fantastic to, to hear that you're, you're expanding and growing the team as well. But in terms of a business standpoint, because YouTube these days is a massive multi-billion dollar business for YouTube and for any YouTuber doing successful channels like yourself, we've got more than 1.6 million followers. How do you kind of have the different switch uh, every day between that business mindset of growing a channel and growing a business and then also, that personal mindset of being a martial artist and, and growing your your inner self. It, it is it is definitely challenging. Um, and the personal life too. Uh, my my wife is my business partner. She's the co-owner, and I've noticed a lot of the times that when we go out on 
dinner dates that are supposed to be for us. We end up talking about business the whole time. Um, the, the good thing is my business is in a way me. It, it is in a way um, everything that I that I do. So if I get an idea in that, for instance, if I get an idea that happens during meditation, that could very well become a video a month down the line. Um, so there, there definitely has to be times that I separate and meditation has been that that um, relief for me. Turning off my phone or putting my phone in the other room has has been a big help because otherwise we we find ourselves just scrolling through Instagram or through Twitter <laughs> and just reading nonsense. Yeah. And uh, and and I've just it's it gets more and more common. And when you're on the bus or if you're out outside at a park, you just see everyone has their head down on the phone. Um, and it's funny because I actually wanted to ask you, Vinny, about this. Uh, it kind of seems like just being off your phone these days is a form of meditation. Just just looking at, at, at trees and birds and, and listening to sights and sounds that aren't on a screen kind of gets your imagination going, which is which is crazy to think about because 20 years ago, that wasn't the case. Well, you see, you see the thing is anything that's created is created in the imagination anyway. Anything that's been created, a book or an idea or a thought, it's not been created on a phone, sat there with, you, with something bombarding you, you know, and, and it, it's... People, that's what, that's what hypnosis is. Hypnosis is like you should, that's a hypnotic thing. Looking at, looking at uh, birds or trees or, or or scenery that you like. But even TV and, and and phones are hypnotic, and that's what people don't understand is the, they think the hypnosis isn't um, is a natural state, but it's a natural state in many many things. Music's uh, mm. hypnosis as well. You know what I mean? And to zone out and to let your mind speak. As in, you're looking at a, like a natural um, scenery will give mm. you more information and, and expand your consciousness and your awareness because that's what minds do. They do they do expand when they're not disturbed. Mm. I don't mean mentally disturbed, by the way, just for just a side <laughs> note. Right. I mean right. disturbed by um, a stimulus. Do you feel um, that modern technology? This is a question for both of you. Actually, hampers your ability to enter a meditative state because i feel it does for me i feel like my brain's constantly on the on the go and that's why i have i have issues with sleep so do you feel that modern technology such as phones do actually um uh make it more difficult for you to to enter uh, the meditative states that you guys have mentioned well anyone that's anyone anyone that's ever done meditation has never done it with a phone Hmm. I mean, you know, <laughs> the, the, you know, the Dalai Lama. I don't think he's got an iPhone eight, you yeah. know, or, or or anyone else has learned things in deep in meditation. I get people that listen to med- meditation um, on things on YouTube and stuff like that, but to get into your own mindset uh, is 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 detaching yourself from the um, the conscious and trying to dip into the to the unconscious and expand your awareness. I don't know if Shane agrees, but I mean, in my take on it is. Is yeah, just getting yourself in a different place, and your phone is is not putting you in a different place because you're always reading or something that's bombarding you. So it's, you're not really getting your own thoughts, really. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to disagree, but there there is benefits. I mean, there's so much information, and it, it's expanding at an exponential rate because of the internet. We can communicate with people all over the world and learn about different styles and meditative techniques. Um, so a lot of the times you can learn about things from your phone and then turn your phone off and reflect on it in meditation. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's exactly what I meant. I mean, the process of meditation, you wouldn't right. do with your phone. But I mean, I do want, yeah, I totally get what you're saying there. It's correct. That, you but know, there is a lot of... You can learn techniques, yes, of course. 
Yeah, but there there are tons of times where I will sit down and close my eyes and I'll think about the last post that I just put up and a, and a response that I got from someone that rubbed me the wrong way. And then I notice I'm drifting into that thought. But I mean, that's, that's kind of what meditation is, is, is being able to shut that off, come back to center uh, and, and live in what is the present. Yeah. Is it when I was on the Joe Rogan uh, the the second time I think, um, and and he, and I was saying about John Wayne Page, uh is a really good guy as well. He was saying yeah. about um, he was saying about getting criticised on on YouTube afterwards, and you think, well, people that are criticising you and not doing what you're doing. So at the end of the day, you know, taking notice about someone I don't give a fuck about it is is really sort of. It's not. It's not on my radar anyway. You know, it does hurt. It doesn't feel nice. But you know, there's a lot of people. There's more people that are nice than aren't. So it swings and roundabouts, as they say in England. You know. I, I mean, there's yeah. I get I get lots of haters. Not actually not as much as as you'd think. Um, what's really nice is when other people who are fans of mine defend me, um, and then I don't I don't have to say anything at all. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I really because I've been dealing it with it for such a long time. Some really hateful stuff. And when I was younger, it would bother me, but I, I wouldn't say I've become desensitized or callous. But it's when you really try to dig deep and understand where they're coming from. I mean, one of one of the four agreements is don't take things personally, because when you really think about why are they saying the things they're saying, they're either a trying to get a rise out of you and get under your skin, so don't give them that satisfaction, right? Um, or they're just they're they're jealous of where you are and they think they should be in that position. And then when it's like, well, I look at your your profile page and it's nothing but Minecraft videos and maybe one picture with you with hand wraps on that you just bought. Uh, do you really deserve to be in my position? You know, it's like when you when you use all that energy to hate on someone, use that towards actually achieving goals and and, and evolving yourself. It says it says more about them than it does about you anyway. So yeah, you know, I'm just yeah. like that. If that's how they feel about the world, then crack on. You know. Uh, on you go, and uh, I'll just keep and I'll just keep enjoying myself doing what I do, which is nice. Gary V actually made a really interesting point about this: is that the human race didn't become shittier uh, with evolution. It's just with technology that people who are so inconsequential in life have the ability to amplify what they what they say, and they can say all these shitty things, and like you say, they can put mean and hurtful comments but as human as a human race we're we're still in the exact same state as we've been for generations and generations but technology yes. seems to have brought the worst out in people in terms of a public <laughs> eye perspective anyway yes yes well it gives them a voice and and they abuse it my, my friend said man probably probably 10 years ago he said i hate the internet because it gives people muscles <laughs> <laughs> brian cox the, the uh the physicist from uh, from from Manchester University, who's who's who's, who's a very uh, famous guy into outer space and stuff like that, and uh, he said that it just gives idiot idiots a voice, and it's yeah. true. And and I think you're going to get assassins like that. The added one of us, you know, look at Jesus. Jesus. I mean, I'm not religious by any stretch of the imagination, but Jesus was a great guy. Turn water into wine. Walk across water bring your family back who had died or make you if you're ill make you better feed everyone turn water into wine so you can have a party on, on evian or whatever and then um they killed him <laughs> so yeah you know, yeah kill someone like jc um then, <laughs> you know they're gonna, they're gonna kill someone else who's just nice you know they're just gonna do uh. it so you kind of mentioned it there about the meditation but tell us a little bit more about your recent experience with the super seminar series shane 
Yeah, so that was man. I I wrote on Instagram that it felt like the uh, the pinnacle of my career. I was I was teaching alongside of of guys that I've always looked up to since I was younger. Um, you know, Boss Rutten, Andy Sauer. Andy, Sa- I used to wear tights uh, when I competed in honor of Andy Sauer. Now I'm teaching alongside of him. That was one of That's the coolest cool. things. That's cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah, and and such a great guy, you know. And and I got to spar with him, and yeah, it really was a really fun experience. I know everyone there had a great time. Um, Liam and Vinny were last-minute replacements. It was funny. It was Friday, and they're like, we need someone to, to replace one of the coaches that fell out. And I was like, I just took an incredible seminar like three days ago with uh, with Liam Harrison and Vinny Shorman. I'm like, I'm telling you, the, the fans here will love them. Um, and they did. They did. It was like it started off with the, with the hypnosis, and I think everyone really enjoyed that because it's so different. Most of the times when you go to these seminars, they're, they're physical. They're technique-based. Um, and to start off with that, to really open up their mind so that they would retain the information better. I, I was just looking around the room to see people's faces and expressions, and I can tell they really were excited about it. And then Liam came in, and it was every technique that he showed people just through reaction was, oh, oh, they loved it. <laughs> and uh, it was, yeah, it was just, it was a really, really fun time. And uh, yeah, we're excited for for Colorado in June. Yeah, I, he was on the receiving end of uh, Liam, because uh, Liam was demonstrating mainly with you, and I thought, Oh, oh, you! <laughs> because I'd seen it all week. I mean, we were so we were so honoured to to be there. I mean, I've known Andy a long time. Um, I'm sure you're aware because because I, I commentate on uh, Infusion and um, Dutch and Dutch yeah. kickboxing a lot. And um, you know, and the the crowd there was loving it and the way he was putting it across there. And Jonathan and all the gang who worked so hard with uh, with this series. Yeah, it was a great honour for us too as well. We really enjoyed it. So thanks for that. Oh, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. It's great having you guys. Was was that the first time you met Vinny and Liam? That was the first time meeting them. Yeah, I was of course I was familiar with both of them. I had talked to Liam uh, through Instagram, but that was the first time meeting them. Yeah, yeah, great guys. Yeah, we had a great time, and we did a a, 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 a seminar at Venice, just near Venice Beach. And um, yes, yeah, that was uh, that was great for at Victor and the all the gang. That Muay Thai Institute. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was good, and it was good to meet you. And then, uh, and then to the progression from that, and uh, yeah, it's been superb. And uh, long may it continue. Yeah, I was going to ask. Is uh, I mean, nothing set in stone. I don't want to put you on the spot, but will we see you more at the super seminars events? Well, it's not been revealed yet, has it? You know, it's like uh, oh. Oh. well, well, I'm not. I'm not Hit the mute button. <laughs> Shoot me a text. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, um, I'm hearing so, so uh, you know, and I'm certainly I've got more tricks up my sleeve. Um, well, and, you know, I'll pull for you. Well, thank you, and I've just got different spins on things. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was you know it's fabulous, and you know to go to Colorado and, and check and you know and check out there and see you guys and have more fun with you and and, and share some experiences. Who wouldn't want to go? You know. Absolutely. I mean, I learn something every time I'm around you. So. And I know everyone else does too. And like I said, it's unique. There's not enough of that in the martial arts world. So I, I hope to see more of you. Well, what you're going to do? Um, uh, well, just tell you now. Then the guys don't know this actually on the podcast. Um, I am going to be doing a Vinnie Shawman um, mind module that people can um, download and, and and copy some of the techniques. So obviously, I'll shoot, I'll shoot you one over. Uh, obviously, because uh, you're one of my friends. And uh, yeah, and uh, that's going to be available. Uh, in later on in the year so uh, we'll, I'll talk about that another time but yeah people can learn some of the tricks I do 
for the cells and to help the friends out and to calm people down in situations and just before they fight and this, this and this. So, uh, but I'm, me and you will talk about that another time. Oh, very cool. Well, congratulations on that. That oh, sounds thank great. Thank you very much, brother. Look, you're a well-traveled man. You've, you've been around the world and you've learned so many different martial arts and different fitness techniques. I want you to tell me right now, single-handedly, what your greatest martial arts experience ever was. It's a deep oh, question. Man. I know. I'm putting you on the spot as well. There, yeah, there are a lot. Like, a, 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 I, I will say right off the bat, sparring with Sanchai was, was <gasps> one of the coolest experiences. Um, so I just but, let but, out man, shriek. <laughs> there are there are so many i don't i don't, I don't want to say any one is better than the other because i've learned so much in so many different things and i wouldn't be that person without those people but that's the first one that comes to mind sparring with sanchai um i had to take a moment in the middle of it where i took a step back i had this big smile on my face and uh i said i said to myself i'm, I'm sparring with arguably the best muay thai fighter of all time right now um i knew the day would come i just didn't know when and i just i I was very happy, happy, very grateful, and I am. I live, I live a terrific life. I get to travel and train martial arts. It's, it doesn't get much better than that. I hear that, brother. I absolutely I, hear that. I envy you. I'm not going to lie. That is one of the, <laughs> the 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 things you do that I, I I wish I could do the most. As someone who trains regularly, I regularly go to Thailand, and Sanchai is on my bucket list. But just to be able to train, the, go around the world, to train in various martial arts is is yes. definitely a dream of mine. But the thing, the thing is as well though, just just going off that, you, you, you've worked hard for it, you know, and, and you've worked hard for it. You've put yourself out there, you've put yourself out in the firing line to be criticised by these people, these faceless, these faceless trolls and these uh, these nameless assassins, etc. And you've done that, and you've put up with the with the saying, you know, I understand that because I'm I I'm go I go away 15 times a year, more maybe 20 times a year doing my commentary and going all over and stuff. And people often say, you're so lucky. Yes, I, I'm totally aware of that. But also aware of, Shane, that you've, re- you've worked really hard for it. And, you know, what you, the accolades that you receive are just because you, you, you put yourself out there, mate. So yeah. enough respect to you, you know. Which is well, something just, I don't do. Sorry. No, no, that's, I was just going to say, just hearing you say that means means the world to me. Um, just, just recognizing that. I, of course, I'm not going to be the one to say that and, and mention it, but it, it is it is work and uh but it's it's totally worth it it's yeah. it's a it's a great life that i live yeah but thank but you, you. But you and you have created it though i mean there's an element of luck and there's an element of uh, being in the right place at the right time i totally understand but you, you right. know to, a lot of people wouldn't do the things you do i i mean uh, my experience is you know one of the things it was the thing on uh sure dog it was it was about 10 years ago now and it was like top 10 commentators in the world and I was in the, the top five, whenever it was, or top five, I think it was only about five, Shimbello, me, whatever. Yeah. And um, some, some pe- the things that people put, and I, I found it really sort of, you know, upsetting, but, you know, you think to yourself, well, this is where I am and, and carry on what you're doing and, and look what you've done. And, you know, Fight Tips is doing great. You, you know, you've got a great following. Uh, my, I was talking to my friend um, and his son, Pipe, he was on FaceTime and his son jumps out from behind us. Do you know Shane Fazan? I said, yeah. And he went, how do you know him? I said, well, he's one of my friends. He comes to the seminar. I went, what, he comes to your yeah. seminar? I was like, yeah. And he was like, fucking hell, blah, blah, blah. He's the famous. And I was like, well, yeah. And he, and he says, oh, yeah, but is, is he nice? I said, of course he's nice. And he went, right, wow. And 
you know, and, and, and that's just a, a testament to, to what you've done with <laughs> the hard work you put in, mate. So, uh, so you've got, you got, you got our respect for it because we respect people that work hard. <laughs> well, thank you. It's so weird hearing the word famous, too. I don't – it's surreal. It's oh, surreal. Right. I never, I never meant for that. And, and to be honest, I really am naturally a shy person. Not a big fan of doing podcasts, but when it's for a good friend of mine, I will, I will do it. But that, but that's part of it, you know. It's I know that it will help directly help my my business and my success. So, stepping outside of your comfort zone, consistently stepping outside of your comfort zone, that's that's what it takes to be successful. And when you're practicing what you preach, brother. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, you know. It's it's admirable. It really is admirable. Sorry, like for me, like I aspire to do certain things that I'll put on the back burner because I don't want to be. I've never wanted to be public facing i've always been the guy behind the scenes i might be pulling the strings for example but to see you do it and to, to hear you admit that you're actually a shy person kind of tells me you have to you know if you if you want to do certain things you have to put yourself out there so it's it's amazing to hear that someone who seems so confident as you do is actually is, is actually shy <laughs> it's it is true it is true, and I and I envy I envy you being the string puller behind the scenes. Sometimes, uh, every once in a while, I see someone say, "I'm taking a, a social media break, a cleanse, and I'll be back in a couple of weeks." And I think, man, I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Just let everybody know, because I'm sure everybody's going to be really interested in fight tips now. Where they can check you out, and also where they can do these seminars with you in person as well. Yeah. So if you Google or search fight tips, one word. Uh, F-I-G-H-T-T-I-P-S. It'll pop up. My name is, uh, Shane and it's Faison. I didn't want to, didn't want to correct you guys. Oh, we've been botching it the whole time. (laughs) Faison. Faison, phase out. (laughs) Sounds like a made up name, but it's, uh, Faison sounds like a magic word. Well, I, I got introduced in one of my fights as Shaheen Fazen one time and I think they were expecting (laughs) it. But, uh, but yeah, fight tips. And then uh, the next seminar that we're doing for the super seminars is June 16th and 17th in Denver, Colorado. Um, but the following month, July, my wife and I plan on doing a national tour. We're going to drive around uh, the whole country and just hit up different gyms along the way. So whether you're a gym owner or, uh, or looking to participate, hit me up. Let's, uh, let's make it happen and I'll come to your gym. Um, we wish you nothing but success with that. And we're sure it will be a success as well. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate that very much. And I appreciate being on the podcast, too. So that is it for another edition of the Mind Diet Podcast. Once again, a huge thank you to Shane Fazen for joining myself, Vinny Shawman, and Roberto Reed on this episode of the podcast. Please go and check out Fight Tips on YouTube if you haven't already. There's some amazing martial arts content over on his YouTube channel but that is all we've got time for this week on the mind diet podcast make sure to let us know what you thought about today's episode on social media yes tweet us at mind diet podcast leave a comment on our facebook page the mind diet podcast and as Vinny mentioned at the beginning of the show we now have an instagram account at mind diet podcast so make sure to give us a follow on there as well and if you've not yet subscribed to us on either soundcloud or apple Podcasts, what are you doing make sure you do that right this second so that whenever there's a brand new episode of the mind Diet podcast 
you're the first to hear it. So thank you once again to everybody for joining us on this episode of The Mind Diet. We'll see you in a few weeks' time with a brand new episode. Until then.